So, yeah, right, let's, let's start this show again. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tech for Tech Tech Talk, where we help your tech business grow. This is episode, I suppose, 17A, because it's the second try, and we are dealing with problem customers. Um, if you have any you'd like to comment please put it in the comment section below uh let us know also where you're viewing from and what company you work for let us know your business and we'll give you a plug and give you a shout out and today we are joined by jenny cormac ben tim as well as maz as well so let's go first to jenny um would you like to introduce yourself let us know who you are where you're from and what you do for a second time uh let us know what your story of the day is yeah it feels like deja vu right here <laughs> um i'm jenny i'm the owner of tech for techs um i also do computer repair work and i build computers for um ships computers in chesterfield uh today i have a tip for you and it concerns um the heat uh in the, the house uh as the days are, are coming up right now they're, they're getting warmer outside and it so will the inside be of your house and if you feel warm inside your house imagine how your computer is feeling uh crack a window turn the fan on open doors uh to your bedrooms or wherever your computer is it to let the air circulate if you're boiling sitting in the room then chances are your computer is too not all computers have uh the advanced airflow cases so it would be a good idea if you can to get the air flowing in there a little bit better by leaving your doors and windows open a little bit. Um, also, you can go to your independent retailer and get them to blow the dust out and repaste your CPU. Uh, it's preventive measure, and that's always better than a repair bill. Yeah. Good idea for uh, repair stores and stuff to start advertising uh, spring cleaning and stuff like that, I suppose, as well. Yes. Right, let's go on to Cormac. Uh, I don't know if you actually said yours last time around, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself as well and give us your tip or story of the day. Yeah, I'm Cormac. I'm the owner of Crosshaven Computers and the best-looking tech in Ireland. And my tip of the day is... Uh, actually, I tell you what, I'm, I'm experimenting with something. Um, I'm thinking of changing antivirus, and it's inbuilt with um, Synchro MSP. They do MESoft, I think it is, but there's a couple of them. Um, I think it's Bitdefender. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to install it in the computer, uh, customer's computers. But after a year, you can uninstall it remotely, you know. And where I'm thinking about that is that Rather than, I know some of you do other things where people renew uh, after a year and you get a kickback, I actually would prefer to talk to the customer. So I would prefer in 11 months' time to pick up the phone and say, hey, yeah, this is going to start saving computers. We're just wondering, do you uh, do you need uh, your antivirus renewed or something? I just feel it's giving, especially with the, uh, the thing with SSDs, you're probably going to see the customers less so i think it's kind of like when you're on the phone to them you might be able to do a slight uh upsell or something of some nature hey we got new stock of computers in especially if it's around christmas time or selling those but basically not pestering but check in and it'd be good recurring profit 
So that's my tip of the week, Dave. But what I've been doing business-wise, um, I was saying to the, the, the people there beforehand, um, I got a new tech with me, and uh, we're, we're launching, uh, we're building our own PCs, and I know nothing about it, absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> I really don't. I got a computer built there. I don't even know which graphics card I put in. Uh, Tim is the brains behind the operation, so I have to learn it. Um, I did get this uh, Tim made, uh, a kind of a cool, uh, Ooh. yeah, can work by the seaside. So you can put this on your 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 your, your sticker on your computer because that's what I saw ye gamers like. Um, but it'd be also nice to to play to play back on it. So besides that, then I'm just been doing a lot of advertising to um. To get the market out there. Now, to be fair, I do know what I'm doing to a degree. Tim advised I know what the profit margins is. Something that I'm going to get into. It's something that I'm actually going to ask probably some of the members in this group for a bit of advice on and all that. I just think there can be nice profits in it. Um. So yeah, that's it. I'm launching a gaming computer empire. Okay, nice. that sounds pretty good, Colmax. Uh, that's pretty good. One question. How many Irish techs are there in Ireland? Is it, is it just, just yourself? Just, just me, that's why. It was, it was <laughs> that's me who voted you're the best looking one. Yeah, I voted myself. I came second last year, even though I voted myself as well, you know. It's strange. <laughs> I really like the artwork there. Yeah, actually, that's all, that's all jokes aside. That's the... That that is like they I saw that now that gamers but like if you put that was a little one on every computer, it's kinda like, you know, it's it's it, it's it's selling itself anyway. But the artwork the artwork is also gonna be just pure advertising and throwing it out there as well, you know. But that was grand. Actually I can post a link for that site later. I got that guy to do that in Fiverr for around fifteen quid or something, you know. And usually I will pay a graphic designer if I need stuff. And obviously the person is a graphic designer, but that's that's a nice touch for fifteen quid, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen quid, especially if you're gonna be using it long term. You can't yeah. really complain at that, can you? Yeah, I right, let's, move, let's move on to Ben. So Ben, if you wanna tell us about yourself, who you are, where you work, and if you've got a story tip or well, anything else. I'm a bit more modest, Phil. I'm just the best Scottish-looking tech in Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm Ben Ashcroft. I run Bugs and Bytes Computing, specialise in refurbished laptop sales and desktop PCs, and also now, rather pleasingly, some gaming PCs again. Managed to get some gaming graphics cards, so back down that road again. Um, my tip of the week this week is probably to keep some spare Apple peripherals in stock at all time. Um, I personally always keep a spare Apple keyboard and mouse and a spare MacBook in stock just for those awkward ones that come in when the internet recovery doesn't always work. Um, so I had a customer come in this week. He bought a 2015 iMac off eBay as a base unit with no keyboard and mouse. Uh, bought a lovely fancy gaming LED keyboard and mouse. Tried to set it up and it kept crashing when he was doing an install, whether he went through internet recovery or whether he went off USB stick. And the whole problem was the gaming mouse. Um, I checked the error log that was throwing up, and this one's a Corsair gaming guitar mouse, but it just kept crashing. And in the log, it said gaming guitar didn't like the Corsair gaming guitar mouse. As soon as I plugged the normal mouse into it, an Apple mouse, it went through absolutely perfect. Now, that's strange, isn't it? You get that now and again. I've got, um, I was. Today, uh, what was it? What was it doing? I was working on a machine, and um, it just would not 
pick up the keyboard, you press and delete to get in the BIOS, and it just wouldn't do it. And it just happened to be a specific keyboard. I plugged another one in, it worked fine. That keyboard worked fine on another machine. Did It worked, goes in the BIOS, fine. Just doesn't like that one for whatever reason it was. So you get some weird compatibility issues sometimes, don't you? Right, let's go on to Maz. So Maz, if you want to introduce yourself, tell everyone, tell everyone who you are, what you do, and if you've got any tips, news, stories for us. Hi everyone, I'm Maz. Um, if you haven't seen me before, I'm from Tech Girl UK. Um, I mostly specialise now in um, website design and uh, hosting, graphic design and a few other bits of video editing. But I do have 20 years experience in uh, IT support and building and all manner of stuff. Um, so I've got a tip for you today um, and it's to do with print screen. Now it's something that I use quite a lot. Um, obviously, you've got the print screen button on your keyboard, on most keyboards. Um, but having a three screen set up as I do, I find that really annoying because I then have to cut that picture down. Um, started using Snip. It was just, again, it was just awkward. I actually found a tip. Uh, I didn't realise that there was a shortcut, which was the Windows key, Shift and S. If you press that, you can actually do a screenshot, but you can actually assign that to the print screen button on your keyboard by going into settings, oh. then going into access, uh, ease of access, keyboard, and then go scroll right down to the bottom. And there is actually an option there to change it to uh, change it so that it uses the print screen button on your keyboard. So you press that and then you get a few little options that come up at the top and it just makes life so much easier when you're trying to get a print screen, especially if it's something that you want to show a customer or put into, say, an instruction sheet for something. Um, I find it just a brilliant little thing. And I love my shortcuts. It just makes life so much easier, so much quicker. And time is money anyway, isn't it? So... That's a brilliant tip. I didn't know about that one, and I must admit, I've had that problem. You do print brilliant. screen, and suddenly you've got three screens and or two or yeah. however many you've got yeah. all over the place, and it's like, yeah, I only wanted that little bit there, but oh, yeah, and then nice. tip it all. You got to load it up and select what you want and so forth. So yeah, so good, good advice there on that one. So right before we go on to Tim, let's just go quickly to chat and say, well, everyone seems to say that's better anyway. So evening, Mark. Uh, evening, Peter. Uh, hello, Richard at uh, Great Computer Services. I always love his name, Great, as in GR number eight. Uh, I love how that wasn't how that one is. Um, hi, Jason from One Stop Computers in Stoke on Trent, and hi, Alison from EADR in sunny Norfolk. And it is well, it was sunny. It's starting to go a bit darker uh, now, but uh, it was sunny when I did actually start, or at least the first part of the show, anyway. And uh, uh, Peter saying snip and sketch for the win uh, as well. So that's a good I one. Use so light shot. Which one's that, sorry, John? Light shot is what I use. What for taking screenshots? Yeah. Okay. Not use that one. But um, right, let's go on to Tim. So, Tim, if you want to tell us who you are, a bit about yourself, what you do, and news stories and so forth. Yep. So, same name's Tim. said I'm the. So, T run TKMP and IT Solutions in North Yorkshire. A uh, bit confusing for some people because the accent throws people off. They obviously come from London coming here on holiday. Um, but no, I'm here today. Um, but yeah, my general sort of tip is that, say, I had this week's experience with a customer when I was trying to set a refurb, is never be afraid to ask every awkward question before a customer agrees to buy something. 
Um, so if you've got a question, just ask it. Um, I had it this week with a customer said they wanted something. It was for gaming uh, or it was just for gaming. I said, it's not going to do the job. They said, oh, what kind? And they said, uh, kids, BBC kind of games. And it was fine. It quickly escalated to the point the customer said it needed to be – they were actually looking at it for one of their – call it more um, teenage kind of game, one of the more mainstream ones. So, um, yeah, don't be afraid to ask us the questions. And it saves you the whole hassle later when they start whinging and moaning about returns, refunds and everything else. Yeah, that's that's good tip to be honest. It stops you getting the problem customer before obviously they well, turn into yeah. a problem. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, always always do that. It's uh, the amount of times we've had customers come in just like that have come in for something specific. Oh yeah, I need more RAM in my computer because it's going slow. And I was like, Are you sure that's what it is? And do you know how much is in there? Blah 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 blah. And find out that mm. they've got plenty of RAM and it's actually the hard drive what's on it. So. Um, to, or something. to answer uh, Richard Creedy, um, no, um, I haven't seen adverts on it. Um, you don't go through the website. You just go put the program on the PC, and then you hit the print screen key and highlight what you want, and I haven't had the first advert ever. Okay, there we go. Right, so I suppose it's me first then, or me last, should I say. So uh, so news and advice this week. Well, again, it's going to be about crypto. So we all know there's a shortage of GPUs, power supplies, and even CPUs at the moment, along with other things due partially to mining. Well, guess what? Hard drives and solid-state drives are next to be hit. A new cryptocurrency called Chia, I think if that's pronounced correctly, a coin is going to be using hard drives and solid-state drives to mine crypto. And thank you for Sean at Target Components for the heads up on that one. Apparently, this goes live in a few weeks. I think you can actually mine it, but you can't actually get any uh, actual proper money for it yet but it will actually go live properly in the next few weeks so that could mean a big shortage of especially large hard drives and solid state drives so that would be interesting another one and this is sort of target related as well so let me just stick my share screen up i did have it all set up before until we all got kicked off because of uh We'll blame Facebook. Uh, it probably wasn't them. It was probably me, but we'll blame Facebook. Um, so, right. So next up is this from Target Components, basically. So they've been updating their services lately. So, for example, they've updated, redesigned it, and improved its online services to make it even easier for you to open your own online store with templates for Amazon, Shopify, Wix, and many more. And you can get products delivered directly your customer using their direct delivery service and you can find out more on that targets components.co.uk um, for that one that's targetcomponents.co.uk so if you're thinking of opening your own online store might be something to look into uh, also on top of that we've got cms distribution uh, so see um, you will now be able to get your team group solid state drives and memory fixes at cms distribution cms has announced their partnership with team group cms can now 
now offer a full lineup of gaming memory tailored to high performance gamers. So, and that's from CMS Distribution, and you can see information about that on the Tech for Techs website. Right, let's have a look. Oh, before I forget and before I get told off, uh, we have got a sponsor this week. So let me just turn them on and let you see who they are. Fabs Auto Backup, one of the most useful and affordable tech tools on the market. Gone are the days where you had to back up user email settings in Outlook, copy and paste document folders from one drive to another, and save all your bookmarks separately. Fabs Auto Backup does all that with ease. Just run the ultra-portable program on your PC, click Backup Now, choose where you want to back up the user profile, then tick the boxes of what you want to back up and it will do it all for you with ease and if you are a tech for text member you get an extra 25 percent discount on fabs auto backup 7 pro right there we go so if you haven't bought fabs auto backup i suggest you do it now because it is a very good program and i think probably most of the people here have used it at uh, one point or another if they haven't uh, you should do right okay so let's go on to the main topic so what is the main topic i'm sending forget about it with all the issues we've had just trying to go live today so right it's dealing with problem facebook no it's dealing with problem customers more than likely and saying that, we've gone and lost someone again. So we're hopefully Jen will be back in a second. Here we go. So on about problem internet. So here we go. Welcome back, Jen. So, right. Okay, so let's go straight into the main topic, which is dealing with problem customers. So what is a problem customer? Okay, so... Okay, just getting messages one second. Okay, do you hear us, Jen? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, can you see us? See us? Um, yeah, I can see um, Cormac, Maz, and Ben, and you. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so you should be fine. You look like you're frozen, so... Uh, yeah, what I suggest you do is restart your um, uh, browser and re-log back into the, um, the stream, Jen. Okay, okay, and I'll let you back in once you're here. Okay, I'll just carry on. Again, sorry about that, people. We're having all sorts of issues with the internet today, and uh, I'll make sure I'll get my baseball bat and hit my PC a few times in a bit. Right, so there are lots of different types of customers out there, or should I say problem customers. They could be uh, impatient customers, uh, indecisive customers, angry customers, demanding customers, and even vague customers or customers that demand a refund or they're just plain unhappy. And, well, they're always unhappy no matter what happens. So let's go around everyone in here and let's hear your experiences with problem customers and how you've actually dealt with them. So here we go. Here's Jen, and she looks like she's moving now, so that looks better. <laughs> Let's start off with you, Jen. So how do you deal with problem customers or any experiences you've had? Depends on the situation, really. Each one is different. From the irate uh, customer to the one that annoys you. Uh, I got a little bit of, a, a little bit of the um, annoys me uh, the last couple of weeks. Same person calls me at least once a week for simple things that I've told them time and a time again what to do. And um, the first thing I asked them when, when they came out with it was, uh, and I know it sounds cliche, 
but have you turned the computer off and turned it back on again? You know, no was the answer. And I make them do it while I'm on the phone every time. So you would think that they would do this before they call me, but no. So she will call me and then run to her computer, hang on a minute, and she'll go and restart her computer. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, well, I have nothing else better to do than just sit here on the phone with you all day, you know? And it annoys you giving the service to the fact that you don't want to serve them anymore. They become that problem customer in that sense. Uh, and the way I'm just having to handle her is say, look, um, do this, call me back, let me know how it turns out. Because used to, I would sit there on the phone with her as she went through it, as she's tripped over bags of garbage, get into the, to her computer and let her tell me about falling along the way and all that. No, I just say, right, do this. Call me back. Let me know the outcome. Because, you know, otherwise I, I'm not going to be able to serve the other people that are waiting to be served. So that's that's one way of dealing with it. The irate customer. Very simple. Um, I'm not the owner of the store. Let me give you his phone number and I give them Phil's mobile number. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Feel we can't hear you. So, can you hear me now? Yeah. God, we're having problems today, aren't we? Again, apologies to everyone who's watching. We are having a few technical difficulties today. No so, kidding. yeah, so that's how you fix your um, sort out your problem customers. Is you basically pass them on to me. Yeah. Okay. So I then have to deal with it. I have to deal with them. Oh. Well, it, it oh. keeps it from escalating even worse. Okay. And I know this. So, so <laughs> it's just gonna be I, even, The question is, is who do I pass them on to? You're you're the level <laughs> see, he's the level headed one and his name is on the door, right? So why should I have to deal with it? <laughs> That's one way of dealing with it, I suppose. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll comment more on that in a few minutes, I think. <laughs> Let's move on to comment. Uh, comment. Cormac. <laughs> this is a shamble show tonight. Let's I'm move over to. Well, at least I'm not calling you Karen or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, my problem, customers, I'm just going to give them Phil's number as well. There. Yeah, All over yeah. there. That's not a problem, you know. Actually, I tell you what, um, good, interesting topic. Do you know, at the start of this uh, pandemic, I think it was around uh, a month or two into it, I went into, I was going into uh, Lidl's and um, there was a sign on the door. It was like, please don't be abusive to our staff. And as the pandemic went on, you you saw more and more places were putting up signs with that. And I initially, I was like, I couldn't understand it. I was like, who is, what, 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 what went down the road? that supermarket staff who were out there doing their best were being abused by customers. They're like, whoa. And I, I read I read about it. I read something about it. And it's kind of, when people are dealing with supermarkets, and when I'm saying this is because dealing with people there behind the counter or stuff for the people that have counter stores, they don't engage. They sometimes just 
you know, you'll, you'll find yourself is going to tell you, won't ask the people how they're doing or nothing, you'll just put your bags in. And ever since I read that article, anytime I'm at a, a teller and I'll all end, I will all end with thank you, have a nice day, or have some interaction. It's weird, even if you're giving money to a homeless person in the street, watch that yourself next time. You usually will drop the money in without any eye contact, but I've learned to give eye contact, and just it's just a decent thing to do. The reason I'm bringing all that up is that this, I found myself, we were all under terrible, terrible stress during, during especially everyone, but in IT I found myself, because everyone needed the computers, we worked right through it, everyone needed it from homeschool and everything, and it started getting on my nerves, you know, and we were getting, now the customers were very nice, but we were still getting, getting 10, and I have a couple of people, a couple of people uh, who does some work for me, you know, and I have a benchmark, okay? The way benchmark, if I heard anyone be abusive to anyone working for me, that's it. The customer's gone out the door. Forget about it. But that includes me as well. I have to look at it that way now as well, you know. I just won't be having it. Now, everyone can lose their cool and stuff. And most of our customers are totally really nice. But that was something that happened during the, the pandemic. Now, the situation is I can't let a customer get into my head any, anymore. You know, the price is not worth paying having sleepless nights. We work for ourselves so we don't have to have these. Now, obviously, customers will still go 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 into it. But one of the things that I'm doing at the moment now is that um, there's a couple of ways you can get rid of these customers. Price them out of it. Literally, just price them out of it. There is one customer there now. She's out in touch with me. I say there's, I say not only there may be something with mental health. I don't mind that. We all have issues. That That's what this person is just doesn't appear nice to be dealing with. And she, she texted me there. I sold her computer around six months ago. She's not happy with the computer just because she prefers her Windows 7 computer. But I got the text yeah. off her just before I came. I told her she had to move. That's it. But um, I got text before I came. Or she tried to ring me at 5 to 7 tonight, you know. Didn't answer. I have two phones. But it was like, oh, I don't like the computer you gave me two months ago, which was, I saw the record, seven or eight months ago. And... um. Also, I'm being hacked, and the police said to get on to you and this and that. Now, I have two ways to handle that. First of all, I wasn't getting back to her at any time. Anyone who gets in touch with me outside hours ain't getting, it's, I'm not getting a response. Second of all, I have two ways to handle that tomorrow. I'll respond with a text say, stating, yes, you can come down, and I can clear that com computer, whatever, but it'll need every wipe install, whatever, mm -hmm. and I will charge double my price. Not because I want to fleece the lady, not do I want anything, there's been a few of these texts and angry texts, and I just don't want to happen. There's computer shops near her; she can go to those. You know, I just don't want it's. I don't want, and I'll help anyone with mental health issues. That's not my point. But this person just, I just don't need it. I just personally don't need it in in my in my life anymore. Yeah. So you know, rude customers. Um, no, would you would you accept anyone being rude? Would you be rude in a shop? No, it's not happening. And also, I think one of the key things is to manage to manage their expectations. There's no such thing as an emergency for a home computer. There's not. There's just, I don't care. There's no emergency. So for us to, because there's a pandemic going on, because my, a couple of people who, were, who work for me were doing homeschooling and everything, the way I'm working at the moment is that we have Nini Fair on Monday. She books in the computer, the computers. It's a week turnaround. We tell them right there. It's a week turnaround. That's it. If they don't want, if they don't want the week turnaround, that's grand. Go elsewhere. And it's all where we like. We got 
over 105 stars review. This is all politeness. But we're not putting pressure. My people and all of us have been through a lot, looking at the family and everything that's going on. I'm not going for pillar to post. We do an excellent service. It's a week. We tell them, if you don't want to take it away, I don't particularly... I'd much, I'd be much prefer to be walking around in the evening time having stressful customers. I ain't doing it. So it's, it's, but it's something I learned as over the years. You know, um, there's no customer who, if he puts stress, and I won't deal with customers anymore at this stage who, who's putting stress on me. And I think we all have a duty to be a bit politer and kinder to everyone we deal with. And that's the way. That's the way. Uh, that's the way it works for me as well. You know. So there. That's that's my views. Yeah, some good good uh, points there. One of the ones what I found interesting and is about uh, the pricing, pricing the customers out. Do you find that actually works? The higher the you or the more you charge, the better quality of customer you get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, you know something. There's some business customers which I have to deal with and all that, and that's. That's more, I kind of put that charge and sometimes I still will deal with them because, look, they could be nice people but just hard to deal with. Some people don't have personal skills, but sometimes I have to put a premium on that so I can say to myself, right, at least when this is all over, I'm taking uh, Nevo for a meal or something, you know, yeah. there's some sort of payback at the end of it, you know. I, I have actually taught myself out of a sale before uh, because I, I know this person that came in and he had been a problem in the repair side of things, always expecting more than what he was paying for. If he, if I gave it a service, he would want a service and free security, you know, or something like that. Nothing ever pleased him. And um, I, I just told him when he was looking for the new laptop, I said, um, I don't think that this one will do what you want. Um, for um, for your needs, and um, I put you off there, Anta Jen. Sorry. Um, yeah. bas- bas- basically, I disappeared for a second because uh, I got a bird headbutt in my window, going bang, bang, bang against the window. <laughs> sorry, so I do, do apologise there, Jen, if I put you off. <laughs> Everything's going right tonight. Isn't it? Well, it's fine. The show yeah. has been perfect otherwise. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so if any night he was going to do it, he was going to do it tonight on the live show and the one what we're having lots of technical issues with. There we go. So do you have anything else you want to comment on that one, what you were saying there, Jen? No, no, let's let's just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let, let's move on to Ben. Come on then, Ben, tell us some of your experiences and stuff. I've totally lost what I was going to say as well. Though. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, yeah, that was too random for me. <laughs> no, you, you know, actually, we, we all get problem customers, and I think it's how you deal with them. I think Phil is a problem um, customer tonight. It's. Um, I mean, obviously, my business. I do more sales than anything else. I don't do a lot of end user sort of work. Um, and eventually, or sometimes stuff will fail. Parts will fail to the best intentions. If it fails with warranty, you can bring it in and sort them out. If it fails out of warranty, I'm really fair. I just say, look, bring it in. If we're getting angry, I'll just say, look, honestly, just calm down. Bring it in. We'll sort out what's going on. It might be if it's an easy part to swap over. I'll just charge them for the part. I won't charge them any labour. Um, I tend to find the end users with 
the software issues are the worst. And that's one of the reasons I just totally shy away from the software side of things. I don't like getting involved in the software. It's not my forte, but I'll do it if I have to. Um, a few months ago, I had a guy brought a Lenovo laptop in, uh, an old IdeaPad 4th gen, IdeaPad 305. Um, and the webcam just refused to work on Skype and on Zoom, but only on the desktop versions. It worked absolutely fine on the web-based versions. And I said, well, look, I searched over it, I changed the drivers, I tried everything I could to try and sort this blooming problem out. And it would still not work in the desktop versions. So I said, look, is it possible you can just use the web versions? I'm not using the web versions. I don't want to use the web versions. And I'm like, oh, what, what do you do? What do you do? So eventually we came to the decision. He would just buy a, a refurbished newer machine off of me, which was absolutely perfect. They'd gone through testing. It was absolutely spot on. And I, I think the guy might have just been a little bit computer, computer illiterate. And it happens mm. sometimes. He took this machine away. He said, it's not working properly. And I was like, what's well, not working properly? And eventually he just brought it back. I said, look, here's a refund. Thank you yeah. very much. I'm really sorry. I can't help you anymore. And I gave him a refund for the computer. And I gave him the money back that I charged him with sorting out the webcam or not sorting out the webcam and whatnot. I just said, I'm really sorry. You know, I'm really busy and I'm spending a lot of time not getting anywhere with this. And I've given you sort of solutions and nothing's sort of working. And I don't want to aggravate you and you don't want to aggravate me, so. Been there, done that. Sometimes you just have to let it go, unfortunately, mm -hmm. with the best intentions. This is why I love my traders and my trade sales, because you don't get these problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have well, reached, I have <clears throat> just reached into the till before and pulled out the cash and said, here you go, right here. Mm. I've yeah. done that before. Done that before with someone as well. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you do or what you do, you could bend over backwards; they'll just never be happy. Um, yeah, for so sure. For sure. You, you you just have to do it and get it and get that's, uh, move that's along. Why, that's why I was the guy I was talking about. I didn't sell him the computer. The long and short of it, uh, nothing that I had there was going to do it for him. Oh yes, it would have, but in his eyes he was going to complain and, and moan and everything. And I didn't have time for it. Uh, a year's warranty, a year living with him. Oh no, 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 no. That 375 pound computer, that wasn't worth it. No, you got to pay a lot more for me to deal with him. Uh, no. So um, I talked myself out of it. I said, no, I don't think this is what you're looking for. What you need is, and it was something we didn't have and never would have. So <laughs> I think he got the, the the hint because I don't think we've seen him back in the store. No, we haven't, few. have we? No. <laughs> so that's probably a good thing. So, But that's a good thing to uh, uh, talk about is actually – firing your customers rather mm -hmm. than them obviously firing you you don't get if you don't want to work for someone or do any work you have the right to say no or pass them on or whatever um i'm gonna say oh, i passed we, him on all right <laughs> yeah i'm gonna time, time money we, we've had a few what we've had to fire that time is funny at the end of the day you know it's mm -hmm. not conducive for you to spend your time doing that then you don't do it that's and, it you work to your 40 and you work what works for you. I mean, I mean, another thing with annoying customers, the worst annoying customers have got to be the ones that come back and say, I bought this laptop off you in a really condescending sort of manner. Yes. Not like just 
we bought this computer and there's a problem. It's I bought this computer off of you, and it makes it sound like you tried to sort of place them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just it's the worst thing ever. It really is because yeah. Like, I bought the laptop from you, so it's your problem. <laughs> yes. on, on the phone, when they call up and they say, I bought this computer off of you, I cringe. And my, my fingers just freeze on the keyboard immediately. <laughs> and I go, okay. Oh, the computer's fine and everything. I'm like, oh, thank God for that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably the most lovely person in the world. But the minute they say I, I bought this computer off you, you go, "Oh God, what's this going to be about?" You know, get the, yeah. you get defensive. <laughs> you start your defensive mechanisms in your head. What you're going to say without listening to them? Sometimes when you hear that, it's those trigger words. All right, let's move on to Tim. So, Tim, if you want to tell us about your experience and how you deal with the issues, yeah, I think. Probably, I don't know if, so I think we've all probably had this kind of customer at some point or another. Um, I think I call it spoiled, t- spoiled child syndrome, but where the parents come in buying computers for the kids and the kids in the background are telling the parents what they think they're gonna, they should get for the money. Yeah. Um, had one of these, built a rig for a parent, for a kid. Um, I, I make the judge, I think it's a 14 year old. Um, so it's mum. They kept saying it was their pocket money, but I said I, I wasn't. Couldn't it, had, it was all done through the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some comment that someone put on the feed earlier about kids suck trying to buy stuff without parents knowing that kind of thing. Um, See, so yeah, I said to the parent, it has to be through them and everything else. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was all fine. I did a ton of remote support to help the kid who knew what he wanted to do because all his friends could do it with their computers. I don't know how much their friends spent on it, but they gave me a budget. I did the best I could for a whole new setup. Yeah. Um, cutting it short, I say it kind of went on for a few months, we'll say, but um, the after probably about 10 hours worth of remote work, remote working with the kid, testing the, testing the PC, so it's not doing what I want, all the usual stuff. <clears throat> Similar thing to what we keep, you keep saying, where you advise customers, say, have you te- checked that? Don't do this. Check things a certain way. Um, silly question was, all right, what monitor are you using? Oh, it's my old one. Not from the old computer. I had the same problem. Um, I said, yeah, usual thing, right? You're sure it's not monitor, that kind of thing, causing you a problem. Uh, surprise, surprise, it was monitor. But I think it, to deal with that, I literally, he was, I just said to his Got hold, rang up the customer, his, his mum directly, basically, who was the person who bought it. And I, I said, right, I'm five minutes around the corner from, from where you live. Do you mind if I just pop in and have a look at the setup? And sure enough, yeah, I discovered exactly what the problem was. He was using an old monitor. I don't know how old it was, but I swear it must have been something his mum and dad used 10 years before, if that makes you see where I'm getting at here? Yeah. And uh, he was trying to do 144 megahertz gaming on a monitor that would look like the first gen TFT, like the really, oh god, the, the original Sony ones that were about, I can't, you know, the original first gen flat flat ones. Um, but yeah, I dealt with that. I just spoke to the parents. I, I said, how many? Next, they were saying about me fixing it remote. And again, I said, after that, I said, how many hours do I give you for free? And yeah, I just dealt with that, and then. Yeah, I left the customer 
didn't I just said to them, I can't do any more. I've already advised him. I wrote it down on the all down on a bit of paper. I gave it to the parents. I said, right, that's what I've told them, and left it at that point. And yeah, I've had. A, I know they were talking around yet, saying stuff about me locally, but yeah, because I gave them something in, in writing and everything else it, to the parents. Yeah, mum was one of those ones that liked speaking her mouth out, that kind of thing. You know, the local yeah. pastries overnight, they, they like to think people are scared of them and they've got a reputation. Um, I think every town has those people. Yeah, I think I probably dealt with a couple. Unfortunately, <laughs> early days were with me. I found all of the local ones in one go in a month. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just put my foot down with them and say, not doing it. Um, yeah. Left it at that, and I, they said they want free upgrade. I said not happening. They want to try warranty. They tried to do a warranty replacement behind my back uh, on the parts. Um, I didn't get hold of the supply, my supply directly. Uh, it was all in my name still. I never transferred it over, so of course I had to approve it. Um, not happening. So yeah, I just left it with the parents to deal with it, and it kind of dealt with the spoiled little child straight away. And yeah, it's kind of bitten him because he's now had to come back to me just for another three next computer because no one else will deal with them for it. Because it turns out they burnt everyone else out locally. You know, yeah, speaking of that, that reminds me of the ones who um, they come in the store to buy a laptop, the grown ups, and they've got the child with them. And as you said, the, the child is behind them spouting about what is needed. And the mother is saying, well, what do you think I need, Johnny? Oh, I think you need an I-5, Mom. And all she's going to do is do her Tesco ordering, book a flight, and maybe go on Facebook. And he's quoting her an I-5 with 8 gigabytes of RAM <laughs> and all sorts. And I'm thinking... That's, she doesn't need that though and I'll, I'll look over there and tell him look how long have you been in the computer trade love I haven't I'm studying <laughs> it in school though I said very good and I hope you do well with it and maybe one day you'll have an apprenticeship where you can really learn something now this is my job so I owe it to your mother to not sell her something she doesn't need. And yeah. that's what I'm going to do. And if she decides to buy from me, happy days. But uh, I'll shut a kid down right there. I don't mind. I'll yeah. be nice about it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take charge and be in command of my store. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's move on to Maz. Um, what have you got uh, experience-wise and how did you deal with it? Um, I think probably the one kind of customer that I find has um, probably been the one that sticks with me the most is the impatient customer. Um, I come from a education background in terms of working in IT support. I started in an adult training facility, moved on to working as a tech support in schools. And then uh, November 2019 is when I started Tech Girl. So and, and I've, I've pretty much been in... in in school since then and teachers love them to bits don't get me wrong you know they've got a brilliant job and a very important job to do but they are the most impatient people in the world <laughs> <laughs> having the kid, 
everything is now and I understand that education is so important and that is the one thing that always runs clear in my head is that priority is these kids need to be educated and so you know regardless of whether the head teacher his laptops uh you know speaking from experience he's been hacked or something you know or um finance has got a problem with their system the education is the most important thing but the teachers don't seem to understand that um especially in schools obviously uh, the bigger schools nowadays have a process about how things are done you know um and so it was always really complicated trying uh, what Cormac said about managing their expectations is is giving them a realistic time frame as to when this is going to be fixed saying you know it's not something I could do right now this is you know this is what I've got to sort out now prioritizing obviously what you've got uh, and if there's takes priority then go for it but it's about managing that with with now having like run my own business and having to deal with customers myself and on my own for once um i found it so hard i will admit with with the impatient customers you get a call i had a call a couple of weeks ago from a lady who'd been passed on from a place that i previously worked she said oh um could you come round today to have a look at my laptop i mean one i'm i, I pretty much have said i'm not doing any house calls at the moment because we're we were still under lockdown and to me, I, I didn't feel it was safe for me to do it. Um, I didn't feel comfortable with it. And so I didn't. And I was refusing it for everyone. But regardless of that, even the situation, she said, oh, I really need it fixed today. Can uh, you come around and have a look at it? I said, well, I'm happy to come collect it from you. And I, I can look yeah. at it at my house. Mm -hmm. um, oh, but I, do, I don't want it going you know, out of my house because it's got sensitive information on it. It's like... That's what I deal with every day. I deal with NDAs from customers. I deal with people that have got financial information on the laptops. I deal with that every day and I explain that to her and said, you know, I'm not interested in what's on your laptop. I'm interested in getting it working for you. Trying to explain to her that, you know, I was there to fix the problem, not to to browse on her laptop and see what she'd been looking at last week or what she'd been Because shopping. it's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, better, I've got better things to do with my time than those around on someone's laptop. Um, and, you know, I think as a, as, a, as a small business or as an individual person or a sole trader, you find it really hard because you don't want to lose that person because they're their money. But you need to understand that if that person, that there's no point trying to jump through hoops for that person. If you're not happy about something, don't move your, don't, try and accommodate them if it makes you feel uncomfortable yes. I think it's what I'm trying to say and I, I pretty much said to her you know no sorry I'm not doing that I'm happy to come collect it um if that doesn't work for you then I'm, I'm sorry I can't help you and she said oh, okay yeah. I'll think about it and call you back and I never got a call back and yes I, I I kind of was like oh I could have done with the money but I kind of thought do you know what no because I I have a you know I've decided I'm not going out to do call outs I've given her a, an alternative. She's not accepted it. That's, you know, that's the way it is. At the end of the day, you offered her your best. Yeah. And she didn't accept your best. Game on. You know, that's exactly. that's, that's that's it. Um, yeah. you, you offered her an alternative, a fair yeah. alternative, where yeah. you went to her that day, asked her, she requested, she was going to get the fix. She she couldn't deal with it. If she can't trust you away with her computer, 
well, then I wouldn't want to be on site to be mm. trusted in mm. her house where okay. anything could go missing and she could blame it on you. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's, I think Cormac hit the nail on the head. It, it, it's just about setting expectations and setting limits and saying, mm. you know, yes, okay, another bit of work would be really nice. But if you've decided that's not what you're going to do or you've given them an alternative, yeah, don't, don't lower your lower standards or, or lower your, the way you work just to accommodate someone yeah, because yeah. ultimately it's not it's sometimes it's not worth the risk you know silly people want no. to oh you know can you get me a cheap license or you know is there any way you can get me get me a, a crack copy of this or that no no sorry you know yeah okay oh they could offer you whatever money but ultimately it's not worth it because it's your name on the line your business on the line um and I think I've learned a lot of that throughout the uh, throughout the the few <laughs> the little amount of time that I've been in business and I, mm. I think I've I've learned more about being being kind of realistic and saying no 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 I'm not going to take that job you brought up you brought up some absolutely brilliant points there yeah. in the sense that you don't a person that's what I, I found and I just talked there before I leave they um you know you that whatever you that bit of money that you could have made there was going to be a head wreck it was going yeah. to be a head wreck with yeah. that customer. It was. And it's just not worth it. I prefer, like, we all need money, obviously, but I prefer to not go in and buy that lunch and maybe save that money for what that customer would have paid you, you know? And one thing that I have learned, valuable, valuable thing, and every time I went against my principles, it ended up with a problematic customer. When I went in and they told me what they wanted done, as in they want the tech done this way, that way, and I was like, no, sorry, that won't work because that has caused issues. No, we want it. And around a year ago, I stopped it. I stopped yeah. it. I go into an office now. I tell them, I'm the expert there, lads and lassies. I'm the expert. This is what we want to do. Because every time I went with the customer, it has caused me hassle. Mm. Now, if you take that, you don't go into your mechanics and he advises you to go with these brake pads and you kind of go, nah, I was on the internet last night and I saw these other brake pads and I want to go with them. Or you don't go to your dentist in and go, you know something? I Googled last night about fillings and I tell you what you to do, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I'm telling you, I, my brother yes. works... Thank you. My brother works... Wife works for a dentist and this is how you should do those things, you know? Mm, no, exactly. we're the expert. Mm. Forget about it. You know, that's it. So, and actually one last thing, um, as your, your tip there about... You might post that tip about... Um, the screenshot thing, will you? Or, or, or do something because I have to do a, a presentation next week and I'm doing screenshots and trying to do out the Google Drive thing. And, uh, and uh, your way just sounds lovely and short. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, you know, I'm very drawn to pictures at this stage. You know? mm. Lads, mm. I'm not, I have to go to dinner because I've been working since six this morning. That's another thing. Don't work outside hours. And thanks, it was really enjoyable. <laughs> and I want to hear more about Woody Wood, Woodpecker trying to kill you, Phil. All right? <laughs> thanks for joining us with your presence, Cormac. <laughs> you. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining. Bye bye. Can there I just add actually onto that? I will okay. follow on from what Cormac was saying that I, I probably have made a mistake actually with a, a most recent customer of mine is that I had a customer that I sold a refurb laptop to. And I literally would have a call from him every week about this wasn't working or this mm -hmm. wasn't working or and it was always something that he was doing wrong. 
Um, and he actually came to me um, a week or no, probably about two weeks ago and asked if I would host his website and his email. Stupidly, I agree because I'm a glutton for punishment. But I, what I actually did was actually contracted in, into it and made sure that the contract was completely watertight and hopefully... I'm hoping that there is no way that they can come back to me with any problem whatsoever. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, what you said about being asked questions about illegal, like crack software, that kind of thing. Mm, I think there's yeah. a few what you, people say around the area I live in where they they buy a laptop as a second hobby, we'll say. A bit of me, you get your own company. We've all got them on his favourite marketplace. And one of them just put something on. They said, oh, um, I'm sure you got hold of me directly. And he said, oh, you sure you get me USB with Windows 10? I went, okay, fine. You, you, yeah, I'll do it. No, no, I want with a, with, a, with a key built into it. Then only a week, only a few days after that, um, I actually got a request from, um, I won't say say the, 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 the vicar at the church that I go to, and he said, this guy needs some, literally needs some help because this he's been let down. And it turns out it was one of these guys' computers he just sold him. And what he'd done, he was using illegal, you know, the corporate licenses, which they, they realised they're illegal and Microsoft just removed them altogether. Um, yeah, it was one of those. So, yeah, I ended up having to go in after and fixing the problem after for the guy. I mean, the customer was fine with me, don't get me wrong, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I was going into... Yes, mm, idea. Yeah, not into I mean, I've got. I'm all for fixing it for other people, but I won't do anything that's illegal. Or if anyone tries to get me involved in it, I'll, I'll just turn them, like I said, back away from it. Mm. I've had it with a business customer re recently as well, where I was there for one another customer, and the place next door went, "Oh, you do IT? Yes, thank you very much." Gave him a business card, um, mentioned it to say like a thank you for recommendation from the customer I was just been at. And they said, no, no, no. They said, we, I don't, don't do it because he's had about six IT companies out, and he likes paying so much, but then he expects so much aftercare after it's. He's burned out every other IT company in the area, kind of thing. That no one, no one goes go near him that knows of his reputation. So. Well, so yeah. A lot of the ways of dealing with bad customers is knowing when to say no to them to begin with so they don't turn into bad customers because a lot of time you get those telltale signs you'll think oh yeah but they're going to spend 800 pounds or even 100 pounds i'll make the quick sale and you just in the back of your mind you're just going i oh, know he's going to be back in for whatever reason and even though there's nothing wrong with what you've sold him he's just going to have a problem or, or whatever and no matter and i'll say him it could be her or whatever um you want to say something jen sorry Finish what you were saying. Okay. So, um, well, I was basically finishing that bit and I was going to go on to the next part. So, oh, okay. I was going to say, um, on, on the verge of sounding like a hippie or something, if you have a bad aura come around you and that customer, or you feel bad vibes, the hair on your neck standing up. A little tingle up and down your arms, like your arms going to sleep or something. Just, just turn them away. Be polite about it, mm. you know. And and you know how to do it. Not just get out of my store, kind of thing. <laughs> it's just, 
you know, slight, oh, I'm not sure that that will work, you know, and I'm erring R a little bit and to the point that, and, and I've even used it, this one before, and it works a treat. And it's not always turning away a customer. It's when they have doubts about what they're buying, if it's right for them or not. Mm. And I think there could be a problem somewhere, you know. I'll tell them, look, I know how you British people are. You love tea, right? Yes. <laughs> Go have a cup of tea. Have a think about it. <laughs> Here's the specs for this one. Here's the specs for that one. Have a cup of tea and talk about it between you. Decide then what you're having or not having. If you come back to me and hand me this sheet, we're good. If you don't come back and you decide to go somewhere else, well, then it's been a pleasure speaking to you. And nine times out of ten, the people that have gone and had that cup of tea come back and say, well, we've had our cup of tea and we have decided on this one. And you were right. Everything looks better after a cup of tea. So it's not that on the spot, you know, pressure. And I can't, they can't say they've been pressured into anything. If you get what I'm saying. Uh, so I always do that. I know you British love your cup of tea bit. If I think <laughs> there could be an issue, and they will never argue with me, they never will. No, in my look, they'll probably turn around and say, "I don't bloody like tea," uh, or something <laughs> like that. But, uh, <laughs> that probably, that's probably the ones what you send to me. Right, we'll come to chat in a few seconds, but. I've got basically a cheat sheet I use for when dealing with problem customers. There's no matter what you do, you're going to get them. They're just, well, you just get some crazy customers. Let's just put it this way. So the first thing you should do when you've got any problem customer or any customer is you should listen and obviously listen to what they're telling you. Uh, don't try and over talk them and stuff. Also a good tip for relationships. Otherwise you'll get your head bit off. Um, so also be empathetic as well. Customers will react nicely if they think you feel their pain so they know actually what's uh, so for example we've lost all the pictures and the worrying and they're angry for whatever reason if it's your fault or not basically tell them that how you feel the same and how you lost something or something along that line so the customer feels like you're part of this um, lower your voice as well. If you start rising your voice, shouting, then you're going to be asking for problems. Pre I know it's not the best way of saying it, but pretend they're a child. If you um, basically shout at a child, they will cry or shout back. So you need to basically talk quiet to them. Okay, be low lower your voice a little bit i know it's hard sometimes when you're trying to get your point across <laughs> but, uh, but try and lower your voice um also respond to them as if you think other customers are watching especially if that's online because more than likely there are other people looking at your reviews and stuff like that so you could have hundreds of people reading and looking at everything you say so don't be so negative when you are replying to people try and be nice and say if you're having problems you need to contact us blah 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 we'll try and sort it out don't just turn around and say that never happened you're a lying blah 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 
blah. It ain't gonna look good to, the, to your other customers who read that. No. Um, and related to that is stay calm. So obviously, stay calm. You sort of that'll well, help that you keep me, your voice yeah. lower. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> so, as you can see, keep your voice low and stay calm. Um, so, also don't don't take what they say personally as well. Try and obviously they're usually angry, usually at themselves most of the time, not at you, and they'll say anything. So try try not to take personally what they say, and it can be hard, especially if they are swearing and, I don't know, saying something specific, but just take it in its stride. Um, if, obviously, you promise to do something, you do it. For example, if you promise that you're going to call them back in 24 hours, you make sure you call them back in 24 hours, because if you don't, 24 hours later and one minute, they'll be on the phone to you saying, why have you not called me back? Even if it's 10 o'clock at night, they'll still be on the phone. Um, so make sure you do what they say. A lot of people don't understand what business hours are either. So they, if you obviously you say 24 hours or I'll call you next day when it's a Friday and the next day you work it's a Monday, they think you're going to call them a Saturday. So make sure you make it plain and clear to them. So plainer and clearer, the better. And then once you've obviously gone through all this, you need to basically summarize the next steps. So you need to tell them what's going to happen step by step, even write it down for them and say, we're going to do this, 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 and this. So they know exactly what's going to happen. If they don't know what's going to happen, that's when they get confused and so forth. And just say to them, look, if you have any problems, just give us a call. You're not sure and so forth. I know you probably don't want to speak to them because they're annoying or they're crazy or whatever, but generally things will go better if you actually do because when people don't understand something, that's when they usually go crazy. Uh, one thing I did like what um, Maz says regarding um, times and stuff, and one thing I always find what always uh, makes customers feel better is if you overestimate how long you're going to take to repair something. So let's just say um, they uh, come in the store and they're just wanting, I don't know, virus removal. You know in the back of your head it's going to take two days. Quote them something like three to five days, okay, just in case you do come across any problems. But also, if you get it done quicker, then um, it looks like you're, well, really good at what you're doing you're and you're amazing, you helped them, you're the hero. Um, it's actually something, unfortunately, for people who don't like Star Trek, they're going to go, oh, Star Trek. But it's actually something in Star Trek, which um, any Trekkie out there would probably know it, is when anything ever went wrong with a Starship Enterprise, Scotty always used to say, it's going to take 10 days to fix it, Captain. And then he'll have it fixed in five days or even five hours. And then he'll basically look like he's an amazing uh, mechanic. He actually knew it was only going to take five hours, but he overestimated it to make himself look good. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what you've got, got to do is make the customers think you're probably better than you are, even though you're probably pretty good anyway. <laughs> but uh, um, So those are the basic rules I've got. So listen, be empathetic, lower your voice, uh, Obviously, stay calm, don't take it personal, and obviously, if you promise to do something, do it. Okay, and generally, However, if you do most of those things, you should be all right, but you'll still get that crazy one now and again. However, don't don't take abuse. If they're swearing oh, yeah. at you to a degree and you can't defuse the situation, don't don't take abuse. Um, and you know what to do when when it hits you and everything. Um 
but you don't have to take abuse. Yeah, yeah I think the way I've, de- way I've dealt with that is when I think something's not going to start, we're saying going to turn to an argument, is or they're going to disagree with what I'm saying. And I can, from my background, I can usually, working for, coming from a commercial background, I'm pretty good at picking up from body language when I can tell they're getting agitated mm. before they've even said anything. So I usually stop it there and I say, right, we're not going to, we're not going to agree. So agree. So should we stop it there? I'll go away, look into the problem, and I'll get back to you in say a day's time. Or like exactly like you, you know, go away, and then they calm down, and then usually not, you know, you either get the customer or you don't from it. But you don't. There's no aggression or anything there. So yeah. The minute the arm fold happens, yeah, it has hit the fan, and the fan is on high. Yep. <laughs> because the arm fold. And leaning back on that, the back foot, you know it can't go well from here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't let the arms cross. Don't let the arms <laughs> cross. <laughs> right. Let's, let's go on to chat and go through some of the things. Some of you guys who are commenting, doesn't look like you've clicked the link if, in the chat. If you are in the Facebook group, click the link in chat, which I have just put in now, and that will allow your name to be seen on the actual chat. Okay? That's only for people who are in the Facebook group. Obviously, don't click it on this live video because you're not going to be able to click links on a live video. You've got a link. Click on it in chat, and then that will allow your name to be seen, and you won't just pop up as Facebook user. Right. Okay, let's go through everything. So let's have a look. So Facebook user said, uh, I had a guy wanting some HTML code written, then totally screwed it up. I presume they screwed it up, or, or you did. That was a nightmare to sort after he messed up, oh, after he messed it up. So yeah, I don't do much in the way of HTML, but I can imagine that could be a bit of a pain to sort out, especially with all the uh, coding and everything there. Uh, do you do much in the way of HTML, uh, Mariam? No, not no. a lot these days. A tiny, tiny bit, but um, no, no, definitely not. But I remember I, I did it years ago, yeah, and it was yeah, uh, it is a pain. Absolutely it really was. Pain. It really was one one character out. It's the same as CSS. It's one character out, and it's totally unforgiving, time consuming, yep. and anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because web pages used to be all written in HTML. Oh, yeah, that's how I started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my first dealings with it, too, was everybody had their own web page for the internet mm-hmm. chat rooms, and mine was there as well. And I remember I had a dot on the wrong side of a letter. Yeah. And that threw the whole thing out of whack, mm-hmm. and I had to comb it looking for the the error and of course it's going to be right the way down the bottom isn't it yeah always always but yeah yeah html what html was a a right pain yeah there we go you say i used to program in uh my my love of old commodores sorry Uh, i used to program in the old uh, c64 basic and that was exactly the same one wrong character Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah horrible i don't do any html do you do HTML, Tim, or Jenny, or? Yeah, I've done. I've done some done HTML stuff. I mean, my backup if something goes, if I want something double checked, my brother-in-law is actually uh, works in programming for a consultancy, um, so does a lot of stuff for the big banks and that in London, that kind of thing. 
So yeah, if I can't, if I think, if I know something's not working and I can't find it after I spent six, you know, when you look for a fault and you just you can't find it, mm. he'll look at it and within five minutes, he's found it. You kind of think just because of the because you look at it so long, you just go blind to the problem. And um, yeah, sometimes I've learned if I can't spot it straight away, I just get a second pair of set of eyes just to spot it. And mm-hmm kind of thing and so now I find yeah if I do anything like that it's kind of my backup do that and get a second third person just to go over it and spots every usually spots all the errors before they go live we'll say into the customer so yeah there we go let's go on to the next comment so Jason says Let's have a look. Best customer of the day today purchased a new monitor, took it home and called and told me that the monitor would not come on with with no signal. I then asked if he had turned the PC on and he replied, you're amazing. It has now come on. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something on the line of there's plugged it onto the onboard graphics or something <laughs> along that the line. That's the They yeah. never plug it into their graphics card. They, they bought the, the super duper gaming pc with a graphics card and they have plugged the monitor into the motherboard Mother, they, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. where those little the little plastic bits that come stuck on the uh graphics card come yeah. you, yep. you stick it on the motherboard one i learned that a while ago I, I've started doing that yeah. too. they still oh, take that. the plug out and they still plug the monitor they, they the really yeah, yeah. yeah i've had that yeah every time but yeah, best yeah. issue I had with a monitor once was uh, basically sold it. Elderly gentleman, he basically took it home, plugged it into his computer, and called up. Right, okay, it sort of works. I get the screen up, I can see the Windows logo, but there's no start button or anything on it. I was like, okay. Um, I was like diagnosed and stuff. I ended up going out because I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I was like, well, it can't be an issue with the actual screen because something's coming up. Found out that he plugged in the, I think it was the DVI cable, okay, into the PC, but also the VGA cable as well at the same time. So the computer thought he'd got dual screens. So it was only showing the second <laughs> screen. And so when he clicked on stuff, nothing popped up because it was coming up on this imaginary other screen the computer thought was here. I was like, oh, God. I've just popped all the way out, half an hour yeah. drive, and it's like... <laughs> Uh, did you not read the instructions? Uh, it's like plug a cable in means a, not two, or whatever. But, yeah. uh, read the manual, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it even went through in the store what to do. It's like it's either this cable or this cable. You plug that one in there, and but no. Mm. I have a drawing in the store. Well, actually, a printout of connections. Is it VGA? I'll ask them, do you hook up with VGA? What's that? Well, I know that's coming. So I have the picture, and I take them, I say, does it look like this? No. Does it look like that? Sort of. All right, we're getting somewhere. What about this one? Well, it could be this and this. Now, they get DisplayPort and HDMI confused. All right? Right. I I kind of get that. I kind of get that. But, um... Uh, as far as VGA and HDMI, come on. <laughs> yeah. I agree. No, we had in the last shop that I used to work in before I went self-employed, 
we used to have a sheet with literally every single like connection that you could have on it every single end for pretty much most stuff to be honest just because it was just oh, oh I need a USB cable okay so what USB cable do you want oh, I need a graphics cable what graphics cable do you yeah. want oh, I don't know I don't know it looks it looks a bit like this you know and pe people could be so vague about it you know when you try it is it square you know has it got like a little like curved edge to it or has it got pins how many pins or oh, I, I don't know I don't know you know when they, when they want the USB cable I asked them point blank are, is this to go to a printer yes yes <laughs> <laughs> is it square because at oh, yeah. that point I'm going to save myself boohoo's of time and trouble right mm -hmm. there if they say yes I just blindly reach on the wall here you go because yeah. It's always in the same place, the, the, the ones for printers. Mm -hmm. And um, then if they say no, well, then I've got to figure out what more they could be wanting, whether it's an extension for an existing one or what, you know. So, mm -hmm. yeah, just asking simple questions like that can avoid a, a lot of hassle. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, another comment what's coming. Uh this one is from Stalwart Computers on looks like YouTube. Uh, one of the biggest customer issues I have nowadays we're hearing are kids trying to get devices fixed without mm. parental knowledge and we don't deal with customers under sixteen. Yeah. We basically yeah. have terms and conditions, um uh, what anything what comes in for repair. Uh, anyone under eighteen needs a yeah. parent in there basically, because I think it's actually uh, some sort of legal term or whatever is if uh, anyone under the age of uh, I think it's 18, it might be 16 if they say anything and it doesn't mean anything because they're not at the age where they can actually sign yeah. anything so it's basically yeah. null and void them signing it so make sure you do get parental control, um, parental permission should I say um, yeah. to actually get it done and obviously make sure the parent is actually their parent well, and not just the main if you're, the in doubt, if you're in doubt of their age, ask them yeah. yeah. Before you say uh, anything else to this, uh, you know, don't don't tell them why you're asking them. Just just point blank ask them because we had a, a girl come in the store one time when we first opened, and she purchased a laptop, and um, she looked every bit of eighteen. You wouldn't have questioned it, and she went away and she brought it back a couple of weeks later and wanted her money back, and there was nothing wrong with it. And she had already done all sorts with it, and it was grimy and everything. And I, I refused the refund for some reason. I can't remember. And her mother calls me up, and I was like, look, she <laughs> came in here. She knew what she wanted, and I'm sorry that you don't like me telling your daughter no and everything. She says, you've ripped off a 14-year-old girl. I was like. What are you talking about? You know, and she says she's only fourteen. She blah 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 blah. I was like, okay, all right. Send her down to the shop, and um, I had her refund ready and everything. And I, I told her, I said, I'm going to refund you, and I I I want you to take your refund now, but I think it's really dirty the way you've done it. I let her know that I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. 
That's it. You do have to watch uh, out for anyone under 18. We generally refuse to sell most things to anyone under 18, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. just in case, because you know if there's going to be an issue, then <laughs> it's going to be them and there's not much you can do about it, and the yeah, parents will start crying and complaining. That's why, as I said earlier with my example, where it was, it was for the kids. It was for the 14-year-old's this 14-year-old mm -hmm. son. Uh -huh. The sale was in the name of the parents. Yeah, always. Parents, on purpose. I didn't even the customer's name is the pair. I don't care if it's for the kids. They yeah. bought it for their that's fine. But yeah. <laughs> and I will are... be happy to put on the invoice sold to Elizabeth for Sarah. Hmm. You know, if she needs to, to keep it separate from her other kids' invoices, hmm. I will do that for her, you know. But, but... like you say, i it's gonna be to the parent. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go on to the next comment now. Um uh, let's have a look. Um right, I think Ben's gotta go in a few minutes. Um so uh, uh are you wanting to go now, are you Ben or uh, yeah, I'll cut the end Yeah. Well it's oh, up to you. You can stay on for a few minutes yeah. if you want. But, uh... <laughs> thanks for watching, guys. Nice thanks for the show. Cheers. That's no problem. I'll speak to you Thank later, you ben. ben. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you Bye. later. Bye. Right, guys, we won't keep this too much longer because we're running late tonight because of everything else. Let's quickly go through the chat. So uh, Richard Creedy says, uh, my gaming rig has some team group memory in it, two times eight gigabyte DDR3, about 10 years old now, still going strong. Yeah, I find that especially teams gaming range of stuff seems to be pretty good, to be honest with you. Pretty pleased with it. We've used a lot in the past. Um, let's have a look. We've got next up. Is oh, it's Richard again. Um, it's hard to wind me up, but uh, one customer had me wanting to hit them with a two by four. <laughs> you know, I, I swear that's that's so me right there. <laughs> That's it. We've got um, Facebook user saying, um, What's the bird's name? <laughs> Um, I was crying at that one earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say what I called it under my breath because uh, YouTube will probably take me off air, but let's put it this way. Um, it was, it's not got a very nice name at the moment. Um, it was just sitting <laughs> in the windowsill outside, just banging its head against the glass. It was really annoying. So sorry. The thing for is, that. I know why it's banging its head. It's because you've started parking further down the driveway where it can't do its business on the, the truck. And it's frustrated. So. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know the story of that one, basically where I parked my truck, there's basically an aerial over the house and the bird likes sitting on the aerial. And uh, when you get up in the morning, it's the... Every the morning. It, with it being a black truck, morning. it shows up. So every time. So I've decided to start parking of just a few inches or a couple of foot further along the driveway. And it started instead standing on top of uh, what the was satellite. it? Um, it's on the satellite. Yeah, on now. the satellite now. It's on the sat <laughs> old satellite dish. What's up there, which can come down? Which I'm going to get that taken down. So it's like oh, typical. Right. So let's have a look. What's uh, <laughs> what's up next? Um, let's have a look. So Facebook user says um, he's had our or she uh, had our fair share of oddballs coming into our retail shop. Thankfully, most people are really fine. Uh, if you're helpful, helpful and fair with them. But crazies are out there. Yeah, that you do get them. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, matter, <laughs> no matter what you do, there'll always be someone who's in a bad mood. It tends to be that person where you say good morning to, and, so, and they usually say, 
what makes it a good morning or it's not and that you just then you're going to know you're going to have a bad time with them so uh Wait <laughs> so, a minute. Yeah. I, i'm i'm not the customer though well, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so let's have a look richard creedy says i'm not uh oh god i don't know what, i don't know if you should read this one is uh I'm often tempted to say to a customer who keeps calling, every time you call me, I have to stop what I'm doing to speak to. Yeah, okay, we we all get those ones. Um, I usually yeah. reply with something on the lines of, yeah, we're trying to work on it, but unfortunately our phones are very busy at the moment because <laughs> we keep getting called. But as soon as we get a free moment, we'll get looking at your computer. Um, yeah. That's how I put it. So it basically... Basically, I'm saying, yeah, get off the phone, but I'm not making it look out to them. And then they'll probably oh. say, oh, are you really busy? I'm sorry. And I'll say, oh, it wasn't intended at you. <laughs> Just to, uh... <laughs> But, yeah. So, yeah, I get that one a lot. Um, uh, I've done previously. I'm not sure what that one about. Oh, probably hitting someone with a two-by-four, maybe. I don't know. Um, right, call me that kind of customer I had uh, and wanted to hit, kept um, going on about what could get for better spec on eBay, blah, yeah. blah, blah, office 150 quid. I think we all get those customers. Yeah. Oh, I, I can get better do. on eBay. I'll get a, a cheaper deal. £100 for a gaming PC on, on eBay. Yeah. Uh, and I have to ask them, and um, was it made in this century? You know. <laughs> <laughs> just, My reply yeah. is usually go on then. I'll see you yeah. in a few months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's, that, that's generally what they, I'd say yeah. is they, go ahead and we'll see you later. They um, buy them um, on there, and no kidding, one guy brought this gaming machine in that he thought he thought <laughs> it was, and it was lit up like a disco when I plugged it in, so I can see why he thought it was a gaming rig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's got lights, LEDs, right. if it's got lights on it, it must be a gaming rig, right? So I have it lit up the place, and I heard something that didn't sound quite right. So I quickly unplugged <laughs> it, and I looked inside, and the SATA connection on the board was pins sticking up. The plastic SATA connection was gone yeah it, it was just naked pins there they mm -hmm. had ripped the connection off the board instead of unclipping the satellite they just ripped it yeah. I mean, it was phil will remember this one it, it was really bad and this guy had paid like I want to say three fifty, and this is back when I could have done a really decent gaming rig entry level for eight hundred pound mark, you know. And he thought he had gotten a really good deal. Now, if this had been in good nick in his defense, he would have gotten a good deal. Mm -hmm. But the condition of it, oh my god, it was a fire hazard. Yeah, it was. It was, it was they had the wires stripped and all sorts and stuck yes. together with sellotape tape and all yes. sorts and that one. If it I remember was bad. But a few um, a few years ago, um, before SATA had clips on, when it first came out, the original SATA cables, they didn't have clips on them, so they didn't clip in. They just pushed in, and then they pull out very easy. And what a lot of um, custom builders did. Um, 
would actually glue them in. So they get like a glue gun, glue them in, which was good because they didn't slip out. But the problem is, is if you ever need to take the cable out, you'd pull it and pull the whole plastic connection out and be left mm. with basically the bare pins, which... Um, well, this you, one didn't... You, you, you this person, if they did glue, they didn't use regular glue. It was JB Weld. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's all yeah, I can rip think the whole of. Thing out. So, yeah, Richard Creedy also said, send them to PC World. I can't remember what comment that was regarding to, but probably just general customers as a whole send yeah. them to PC World. I Richard, I'll have, a word, I'll have a word with you later, Richard, for swearing on our show. PC World. <laughs> No, no, I, I think I know what that's about. If if you can't um, sell them, if they don't want to pay what you're asking, send them to PC World. They'll, they'll charge them even more for less of a service. I think that's what that was in response to. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Richard says he doesn't like tea. Well, you're one of them customers, Richard, so <laughs> you should know better. That's me He's too, Richard. He's commenting tonight, Richard, isn't he? Um, I like Richard all... commenting. Um, so he says he still edits the HTML on his website, so we're starting to get caught up in chat now. Uh, let's have a look. Jason says, I have a common problem. Customer doesn't uh, see power switch on the back of the yeah. power supply. Yeah, I had that one many times mm. as well. Or even the on button on the back of the screen. That's a common yeah. one as well. They just think the screen comes in when you plug it in, um, which uh, I get that all the time. So uh, uh, we've got uh, – let's have a look. Paul says, had the exact same issue. I can't remember what that was regarding, but, yeah, um, it's probably – with the satellite leads, was it, Paul? I can't remember now. Um, so Paul also says, let's have a look. Uh, I used Quick Assist to see if there was any settings causing... Oh, with a dual screen. Yeah, on the one monitor. I get remember mm. now. Uh, I used Quick Assist to see if there was a setting causing the issue and Quick Assist show... Uh, quiz Quick assist showed two monitors after a bit of Q&A. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I tried remote access, but unfortunately, because they couldn't open up anything like TeamViewer or a web browser or even press the start button and anything you clicked on because it was coming up on the other screen, I, I couldn't actually do much, to be honest with you. So, uh, obviously, I didn't know it was coming up on the imaginary screen. But, yeah, if you manage to do it, that's, that's good. Um, right, Richard says, let's have a look. Very rare we get angry customers. Yeah, it's rare we get them, but you're going to get them. But I love it when they have a rant at you and say uh, you agree uh, with everything they say. It tends to stop them in their tracks and confuses them. <laughs> okay, you know. so yeah. Just agree with a customer and just go, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it probably does, to be honest. <laughs> so, but then again, some of these customers, anything would confuse them, to be honest with you, when they're in that sort of situation. I think um, just even... letting them have their moment just helps sometimes. I think sometimes they just need to vent, and I think yeah. just standing there and just not just that... quietly, just nodding, just let them get it all out first, like a, like a good detox for their system. Get them get it out, and then say. Okay, right. <laughs> it's the Chevy Chase Christmas vacation meltdown that they mm. need to have. And you know that that scene in Christmas vacation, he's going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so let them have their Christmas vacation. Yeah, a few times I've had customers like that and then they realise they've done wrong and call you later to apologise. And when they yeah. do, I just say, yeah. don't worry yeah. about it, that's fine. We'll just charge you double next time you come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one lady call me. Um, so. She said, um, she says, um, I just want to say there was no excuse for my behaviour, the way I talked to you. 
I mean, really, she she went home and she thought about it. And she says, you were just trying to help me. And, and she says, I've got uh, a sickly um, husband, but that's no excuse for my behavior. And I said, look, it, you know, if I had the problems you've got, I probably would have done worse. Just don't worry about it, you know. And it, it just a little sympathy goes a long way. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, Carl uh, says um, he saw this on early SATA connections and then had poor clips on them. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Richard says it, this would be much easier job without any customers. Yeah, it would, Richard. Problem <laughs> is, then you would be dealing with robots. So that may be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Depends on if the robots have got money. Um, so yeah. let's have a look. Um, Sharon says, so this is Sharon from Eurosoft PC Check, if anyone wants to know who she is. So roll on with, well, sorry, roll with the rudeness. Typically, they're just frustrated and need encouragement, encouragement to stir, uh, to see what's wrong. I think that means, um, RTFM doesn't work. Take on their problems <laughs> and you'll find the answer. Um, that works for you both. Uh, I have to admit, though, there's been a few cases that, and let me just see if it shows me what it says on the screen. Uh, works for you both. A few cases. Uh, oh, so there's been a few tough cases. Thanks, Phil and Jenny, for a platform to share, um, Sharon. So thank you very much, Sharon, for commenting. Right, I'll just go around all of you before we call it a night. Is there anything else you would like to add regarding this show? Well, or not regarding way, this show. <laughs> well, one way you can uh, diffuse the situation is when they come in ranting and raving that the computer that you sold them is absolute rubbish. Is um, you can tell them how run diagnostics on it, and you can use Eurosoft to do it, and you'll get magic results with in, in far less time than you would if you picked it apart piece by piece. I'm so happy to have Eurosoft uh, in my daily life. Thank you, Sharon. That's uh, true. I'm going to say it's a good good program. Right. Anyone else got anything else to add, Maz or Tim? Um, yeah, I think I would just, I think one thing I've definitely learned is you can, you're always going to, so if, so it's already, yeah, you're always going to have the one or two that come through the door that you know that are just going to keep coming back for whatever reason. Um, I think I'd just say roll with it. And eventually, I mean, I've managed to convert a couple. They no longer come under the, under that category. And in fact, they like me so much, they, I've done quite a bit for them, for example. And yeah, I've just locked them into something and they're happy. Don't know how I've done it, but. <laughs> yeah. Work with them is all I say. It's, uh... Yeah, working with them you, it usually works. Um, it usually works. But just remember the rules what I basically went through earlier, anyone who's watching, is basically um, is listen, be empathetic, lower your voice, uh, respond as if your customers are watching you, stay calm, don't take it personally, uh, and if you promise something, do it and summarize the next steps. If you can't do something, don't promise it. Um, simple yeah. as that. If don't promise someone you can repair something, even if you think it's a standard thing, because there's a good chance there may be something you don't know about until uh, a bit later. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have anything you want to add as well, Maz? Or 
Um, yeah, just one real quick point, actually. Um, it was something my mum said to me years ago, which I've kind of um, built upon. Uh, she always used to say to me, never say the word should should have you should have um and i've kind of grown that and i know that now know now when in a situation it's kind of like a psychology thing don't use negative like accusatory words like need to should have or um must do um try and think of positive words um and exchange them you know exchange the negative for positive and try and speak positive uh to your customer and i think that that has a, a, a big effect on a situation or a potentially an awkward situation uh, and it can help to calm the flames of a... Oh, I totally um, agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have done rather than I... It may be for just, yeah, that kind of, mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's yeah. hard when you're in that situation to remember those things, but I think it was always that one word my mum always used to say, don't ever say should. When you say should to someone, it sounds like you should have done this. It's like when you're having an argument with your chest has a child. You should have done this. You know, it always makes you feel so angry when someone says that to you. So, if I, if there's one tip I could, I think leave with, don't say the word should to your customer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely put the customer on the defensive. Um, yeah, agree, which, obviously, agree. then then they're going to be uh, trying to be offensive after that uh, yeah, in more ways yeah. than one, probably. Right, guys, I think we'll call it there for tonight. So mm -hmm. thank you everyone for watching. I'd like to thank uh, obviously Jenny, Tim, Maz, Ben, and Cormac for joining tonight. Even though Ben and Cormac have uh, well, they had to have an early night. <laughs> Lightweight. They're not. They're not the cool guys who stay up till nine forty-five at night. So uh, let's put it that way. So uh, um, next week's show is called "What's in Your Box." Sounds a little bit strange, but it's basically what tools do you keep in your toolbox? Are you a remote um, technician, so you go to people's houses and stuff? What do you carry in your box? What tools, screwdrivers, software, and so forth? If you've got a store, what would you keep in the box next to you, what you use all the time? And even if you're an MSP, what sort of tools do you use, obviously, remotely and stuff like that? So that's next week's show, which is on the 29th of this, um, this month, which is, I'm trying to remember, what month we're in now april uh, which is thursday night at eight o'clock um so if you are an independent trader store owner msp tech vendor or distributor you can find out more information about tech for techs at techfortechs.co.uk forward slash join join over 1100 members just like you that can give you free business or tech advice and did i say it's totally free to join with no cost to you make sure you click the um the link what says join and when you do make sure you fill in your information if you don't fill your address in who you are what you are your website and all that we're just going to say no sorry and kick you out so it's as simple as that make sure you fill in the questions okay so i would like to say thank you for watching and thanks for supporting independent businesses and we'll see you at the same time next week which is eight o'clock on thursday thanks again bye everyone